I see with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole story. Did, did you it? hear what Dumois, Dumois said? Dumois, who is it? Oh, can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time Sunday ago. Sunday mean celeb sightings with Dumois. I just DM'd Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about I on Dumois. I need more. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. This week, I'm once again answering your voicemails. Remember, You can call the number in the description of this episode and leave your own question and I may answer it on the podcast. Let's get started. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of the Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all of their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Before we dive into the latest celebrity intel, let's talk about a different kind of drama, the kind that involves our furry co-stars, our pets. I wanted to share a message from our partner, Spot Pet Insurance, who is here to help with unexpected veterinary bills. What's that? Well, with Spot Pet Insurance, you can get up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills. You you would need that. Yeah. Saving up to 90% on vet bills sounds fantastic. (laughs) It sure is. And get this, spot pet insurance plans cover not only unexpected accidents and illnesses, but also offers an optional preventative care benefit. It can help with the cost of routine wellness, vaccines, and more. Is it pricey? Probably less expensive than a surprise $1,800 vet bill. And you know what that's like. It's not pretty. Just head over to spotpet.com for a free quote. Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance, waiting periods, annual deductibles, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com forward slash sample dash policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence, American Insurance Company, or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. I just want to say thank you, everyone, for taking the time to call in and leave a voice message. Even if I don't get to your message on this episode, I do listen to everyone's message and I'd love to hear your voices and, you know, who you're curious about. Let's get started with some updates. The first topic I would like to address is something that was said on the podcast last week. It was in regards to Timothy Chalamet and Taylor Russell. First, I want to preface by saying there's something going on on Twitter and TikTok, or maybe it's always been going on. I'm just noticing it more where people are leaving messages like trying to catch me, like, you know, posting something wrong or, you know, saying that I posted something that I never posted. 
Somebody literally tweeted at me that I posted Beyonce was going to be at the Met when I literally posted (laughs) the opposite. Um, Several people also accused the Demois account of saying that the Kardashians were not going to be at the Met Gala when in fact the account never posted that those rumors were true. They came from page six. The Demois account actually cleared up those rumors and posted, I would say like since the end of March, early April, that Kim and Kendall were 100% confirmed to attend. So I just want to say that anyone trying to like catch you know, something that's posted that's wrong or misleading. There's something called archives and they hold the receipts to what was actually posted and, you know, things that I've said. Um, So, you know, I'm just going to block those trolls that, you know, try to accuse me specifically because it becomes very personal of lying or posting things that, you know, aren't accurate. If I post something that's not accurate, I am the first one to admit that. And that brings me to what I want to clear up. There was a clip from last week that I made into a video saying that Taylor Russell, Timothy Chalamet, and Kylie Jenner were at a fashion show in Paris, and it was awkward for Taylor and Timothy because the rumors that circulated when they filmed Bones about them hooking up were true and it was awkward for them to be around each other because of Kylie. Well, that was all wrong. (laughs) And I received messages from people who were actually, you know, involved in many facets of things that were said during that podcast clip um, to clear it up. So I, I just want to clear up what was said. It was it was misconstrued. Um, and what often happens is somebody will send me a message and they'll say like, okay, block this part out and don't say this and block this. And I posted the message that I actually received regarding this alleged awkward encounter. And you could see a lot of it was blanked out. So that often leads to me having to ad-lib. And while I was ad-libbing this specific message, I got the whole thing wrong. So it was my fault. Um, You know, I was trying to fill in the blanks. It was wrong. So I would like to clear up on the record what exactly that message meant. Because I, I I did get the real story. And there is a story. So I would like to clear it up. Kylie never attended a show where Timothy and Taylor were present. Kylie did not attend any men's fashion shows in Paris. She was there for the couture shows, okay? So take Kylie out of this equation because it honestly has nothing to do with her. Do I still think that her and Timothy were hooking up in Paris? Yes. Any awkwardness between Taylor and Timothy had zero to do with them ever hooking up. She was actually seeing somebody else during the filming of that movie. Somebody else who worked on the movie. Not an actor, I will say that. But I'd rather keep who they are private because it's 
semi-relevant to this situation, but not really. Any awkwardness between Taylor and Timothy really comes down to the politics of movie making and how that movie panned out. I think there were high hopes that this movie would be like Taylor Russell's breakout performance and and there would be award nominations and it didn't quite pan out that way. And I also heard, and Taylor fans, don't come at me. This is just what I heard. Don't shoot the messenger. That Taylor was a bit of a diva. And Timothy really didn't roll that way. He's more laid back. So just to reiterate, there was a fashion show. There was potentially some awkwardness between Taylor and Timothy. It had nothing to do with Kylie. It had nothing to do with any sexual or personal relationship between Taylor and Timothy. That did not happen offset. I actually heard that Timothy was trying to distance himself from Taylor after the movie was made. Again, I know what you guys are going to say because I've, you know, I've seen all the comments. They were friendly. You know, they FaceTimed each other. They were giggly. What have you? This is just what I heard. So I wanted to clear that up. Sorry for confusing everybody. There were some people in the comments that actually did have it correct. Timothy was seeing Lily Rose Depp during the filming of that movie. I saw a couple comments that said that. That is correct. Um, I don't think any of you guys knew that Taylor was seeing somebody who was working on the movie. Um, So maybe that's new information, but that is, in fact, really what happened. Okay, so now that that's all cleared up, um, there is another update of sorts that I'd like to talk about. There's a picture circulating this morning. Um, Yesterday was the Met Gala in New York City. There's a picture circulating this morning of Kim Usher and Pete Davidson. Kim and Pete Davidson are talking in the picture, she seems very animated. She's using her hands. Um, some people don't know, but Pete Davidson has a pretty serious girlfriend. Uh, her name is Chase Wonders. She's actually the niece of Anna Sui, who is a very well-known and notorious fashion designer. And she's also a actress. She's been in a couple things. She was in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies which was a thriller or horror type movie with Pete. I actually enjoyed that movie. I watched it on an airplane and I didn't hate it. it. I think it didn't do as well as they had hoped, but I didn't hate it. I, I actually liked it. Um, she was pretty good in it. Anyway, back to the update. So Kim was seen in this picture talking to Pete, but what people failed to focus on was that Usher was also in this picture. So I got a message this morning that says a few whispers about Kim and Usher being a thing. But I don't know if I totally believe the person who told me. So let's see what you hear. And I asked this person, is it because she went to his show twice? Like I was asking them, is that why people are whispering? And this person says, I don't think so. It's a possible rekindling of an old fling, but nothing serious. And I said, are the whispers from fans or insiders? And this person said, insiders. So I don't know. I mean, potential couple alert. I could see it. And, you know, Kim is like really into like 90s nostalgia. So I could see this for her. TBD. 
let's just keep our eyes open. All right, let's get to the voice messages. Hey, my name is Alyssa, and I just wondered if you had any insight on if Midnight's was actually a breakup album for Taylor Swift, if they had already been broken up, um, you know, when that album came out, and kind of what the trajectory looks like, because there's a lot of whispers in the Swifty community that it was a breakup album, they had been broken up for a while now, but also that he may have cheated. So um, just looking for some tea. Thanks. Bye. Hi, Alyssa. Thank you for your message. Okay. I'm glad you brought up Taylor. I have another bomb to drop and I'm just going to give you guys a trigger warning. If you know, you're going to come after me and start yelling and blaming me personally, I will block you. This is just information that I heard that I want to relay to you guys. I heard this information a couple weeks ago. I briefly brought it up in a podcast episode. I didn't believe it. We're going to play the clip just to refresh your memory of my initial reaction to this information. Simultaneously, someone sends me a message today and they're like, Taylor and Matt Healy. I'm like, what? Oh, stop. And they were like, (laughs) they were like, that's the word. Okay, so that was my initial reaction to hearing that something was going on between Taylor and Matt. We'll cut to last weekend, and this person said I was allowed to tell you guys they are a celebrity in their own right. Because I was like, can I just tell everyone that you're a celeb giving this news? Because they're not going to believe it. They're not going to believe me. They're not going to They're not going believe, you know, Anon, please. They're not going to believe any of that. And this person said, yes, you could say that I'm a celeb. So this comes from another celebrity. Messaged me last weekend and said, I had to tell you, I just heard that Tay Swift is already dating the lead singer of 1975. Antonoff set it up. And I said to this person, oh, my God, I said this on my podcast two weeks ago. STFU. I heard it, too. (laughs) that rhymes and this person said yeah it's true and I said holy shit the Swifties will implode and this person said yeah they're gonna be mad he sucks (laughs) um I don't know about the he sucks part I don't really know that much about him I know a lot of you guys love him I get asked about him all the time um anyway back to this piece of information I don't know these are the rumors going around don't shoot the messenger talk amongst yourselves you know are they casually dating did they go on a date are they texting why not you know why wouldn't they be she's single now um do I think that you know they are boyfriend girlfriend and serious no I mean refer to the relationship then diagram that I post all the time you know people date people hook up people have one night stands People talk. People, quote unquote, see each other. Um, People go on one date and never talk again. You know, celebrities are human beings. They do all the same things that we do in relationships. So back to Alyssa's question about midnights. According to the timeline I could piece together and, you know, my piecing together is going to be much shittier than the Swifties because you guys know like every little move she makes. I'm going to say it's not a breakup album. And 
I, I just also want to say like all this talk of him cheating. I had never heard that. Um, I don't know where it originated. I know there were some pictures on Instagram that his co-star had posted and everyone started freaking out. But I had never heard that he was a cheater during the course of their relationship. And even when those rumors came out, you know, no one ever came forward and was like, yeah, it's true. He did cheat. So I'm going to go with just rumors. I, I don't think he ever cheated. That That's what I feel in my heart. Um, as far as Midnight's, it was released in October of 2022. So she was writing the album in the beginning and middle of 2022. They were still together. Um, somebody sent me a message this weekend and was kind of like, I know this is late information, but for what it's worth, um, I have a sighting of Taylor and Joe back in November. So in November of 2022, um, they went out to dinner with Rob and Suki in London, which is cute. And this person goes on to detail their dinner. Um, you guys know I love dinner details. They said they drank Acerichito and Vidiano. Five bottles between four people. Um, they had the Mallard Spatzel Monkfish and pork. Um, so <laughs> I love it. It sounded like a party. Five bottles between four people. You little boozers. Um, okay, so that was in November of 2022. So Midnight's came out in October. They seem to have like a debaucherous evening with Robin Suki in November. You know, she started to get ready for her tour. I'm going to say probably in the beginning of 2023. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong. And again, I'll repeat the information that I keep repeating. It's it's in TikTok videos. It's in reels. Um, you know, the person who gave me a lot of the information about the Taylor and Joe breakup, they said that... Joe was getting more and more withdrawn leading up to the start of the tour and the start of him going off to film. It's been bumpy in the lead up to the tour. So that's when I'm going to pinpoint that that's when potentially things started getting rocky between them. So to answer your question, I don't think it's a breakup album. Just based on timeline. I, I don't know what specific lyrics you're referring to or songs. So based on just like timeline, I would say no, not a breakup album. Okay, let's hear the next voicemail. My name is Amy and I'm from Australia. And I was wondering what are the Kardashians actually like? in person like are they liked by restaurants and owners and stuff like that or are they just like the world's like worst people i'm not sure let me know thank you hi amy thank you for your question so i'm gonna have to dip into the kardashian files to answer your question because i have not personally met the kardashians in person so i don't have an opinion uh, so let's see what the people have to say. And I would like to remind you guys that some of these submissions are old, but let's just take a look anyway. Okay, this person says, Kim was my favorite. Her and Courtney were the most professional. Kylie <laughs> was the least. I knew of several people who were relieved when Kylie's show was canceled. Okay, so this goes back 
to Kylie's uh, reality show. She was constantly delaying filming, sometimes four plus hours, and some days decided she would say she just didn't want to film at all after all the crew had already set up. China did the same kind of stuff and would get into legit screaming matches with Rob. I only met Chloe once and didn't have a great interaction. They were filming sit-downs that day and shut down the small building studio they used to film in. I had been using one of the holding rooms and was in the hall after cleaning up. Chloe saw me in the hall and looked startled. She had no makeup on and I remember being genuinely surprised how tall she was. I said hello and she awkwardly smiled then immediately said to her assistant, what is she doing in here? No one is supposed to be in here. Okay, so that sounds like it was from someone who worked on the Kardashian show when it was on E. Okay, this person says... When my company worked with the Kardashians and made them lots of money, they sent us a t- <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing because I post holiday gifts all the time. Um, they sent us a tin of flavored popcorn as a holiday gift. And this was like year two of our partnership. Um, there are rumors that some of the Kardashians are kind of cheap. So I guess that's where that comes from. This, I think, has to do with a med spa. All the Kardashians would come in, Chloe and Kim through the front door, and were super nice. Courtney was an absolute bitch. She wouldn't acknowledge you. Kim had just come out of hiding from having a baby, and the nurses were doing skin tightening on her. Okay, so there you go. This med spa says, Chloe and Kim, thumbs up. Courtney, thumbs down. So this person was an intern for Courtney, and they said that as an intern, they never got to speak to Courtney. They just spoke through her executive assistant. And there were so many changing faces because the interns wouldn't stay for that long. They would make the interns drive to Beverly Hills and back to Calabasas in rush hour to get a package. Some other things interns had to do was stay until past midnight to hand out gift bags during parties. Um, they weren't allowed to come out of the garage during this time. This person says... The Kardashians are nice, um, but the intern work is very grueling. I don't know if they hire interns anymore. So this next message um, comes from someone who worked at a hotel. This person says, Courtney is incredibly rude. She barely speaks to staff and acts like she's above everyone and won't look at people. Kylie Jenner always leaves her room trashed. On Valentine's this year, they had the room filled with dozens of roses that she just left and didn't thank the hotel for. Another time she stayed, she wanted the zoo shut down so she could take her daughter and a few friends there. She requested it a day prior, but the hotel was able to make it happen. Kylie paid a pretty ridiculous amount for that. Kim is apparently the most low-key. Okay, this is somebody who worked for a private jet company. This must have been before they had their own airplanes. This person says that they allow anyone to rent their private jet except for the Kardashian family because they trash everything. And I said, are they sloppy? And this person says, they're banned. I don't know. I guess they're messy. But who would know? Every time you see their house, it's like pristine. So this person says 100% true that they're messy. This is about when Chloe lived in Cleveland. The family would visit quite often and would stay at two specific hotels downtown. Kylie's entourage, which, which briefly included Tyga, would leave their rooms trashed. It would smell like a frat house, booze and marijuana. 
This happened a couple times with her and her crew. Kim and Courtney didn't visit quite as much, but when they did, it wasn't as bad as Kylie. Kylie was much younger then. She wasn't a mom. Not that you should trash hotel rooms, but okay. Here is another message. This person says, I've worked with Chris, Chloe, and Kylie. Can confirm Chris is lovely. She is extremely polite, knows exactly what she wants, and is not afraid to haggle or ask for discounts. She was a class act and also answered promptly herself and thanked our team for going above and beyond, extra gifts, etc. Chloe was extremely gracious, polite, and very thankful. We sent her a gift with purchase and got back a handwritten thank you note. Kylie, however, worked through her assistant house manager. It took forever to get our merchandise back from her. No thank you or anything for gifts, etc. The whole situation was a nightmare. Gave off the biggest brat vibes. This person worked for a company that put on an award show for a media company um, that Kendall hosted with Kylie. This person says Kendall and Kylie seemed so uninterested and way in over their heads, overwhelmed by having to actually work. Not mean, but standoffish and generally bored. Didn't seem like they wanted to be there. This was quite some years ago, so they were a lot younger then. This person says, my boyfriend was at the one hotel and Kendall Jenner came up and ordered a cappuccino and he put a bear design on it. She was so sweet to him. She even took a pic of the coffee with him. He said she was really tall, no makeup, and very pretty. This person who ran into Kendall at another coffee shop said, Kendall Jenner was so cool. I handed her my dog to take a picture. This was before New York City Fashion Week and my dog definitely scratched the shit out of her. Sorry, Kendall. I mean, the Kendall Jenner folder is pretty big. This person said, um, I saw her once at Socialista with this girl that looked like Missy Elliott. She was also smoking the biggest blunt I've ever seen in my life. Okay, this is about, I posted this message. And when I posted this message, I was like, I, this is insane. Like, good for her. Um, this is about Soul Cycle. Chloe came in one morning and took three classes in a row. We had to give her and her assistant makeup artist bags of free shit and barely got a thank you. There was a strict no picture policy when she was in the studio. Like us as a staff were told by her people that we couldn't take pictures of her, but could take a picture with her after class. She actually left her third class in the middle of it. Um, she's maybe around 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, which was surprising. But I guess compared to Kim and Court, she's just a lot taller. That's also like a big debate. People that meet Chloe in person, how tall she is. Um, okay, let's go into Kim. I was on a flight out of New Orleans with my boyfriend at the time and Kim was dating Reggie. They were, they were in our cabin and my boyfriend and I were seated behind each other instead of side by side. Kim insisted we switch. I was thinking, I'm good. It will be nice to get a break. But nope. She was like, do it. It wasn't even so she could sit next to Reggie. He was across the aisle. She was extremely sweet. So she just wanted this couple to sit together. That was nice. Okay. I mean, a lot of the Kim messages are pretty much all the same. This person says, I work with Kim on a shoot once. She was probably the most professional person on the planet. She's also very polite, really hardworking, and totally fuss-free. We flew a long way to shoot her and she was constantly interested and asked about our country and what it was like and was genuinely interested and tuned in. She was also three minutes late, which in shoot world is two hours early and apologized profusely for a while for it. She was awesome. 
Okay, this is an oldie but goodie, and I also had brought this up on a podcast, so I'll just read this one. I saw Justin Bieber in Blind Dragon. I'm assuming that's a bar club, um, smoking weed a few years ago. I was really drunk and remembered he was chatting really flirty with this older looking woman. I found out the next day it was Kourtney Kardashian. I'm not a massive Bieber fan, but I remember asking his security if I could shake his hand for some reason. Obviously, they said no. His security kicked my friend out of the club because he took a pic. Okay, here's a airplane one. Chloe and Kylie on a flight together. Kylie was snobby to a flight attendant and Chloe called her out and made her apologize. I guess Chris used to be a flight attendant and Chloe was like, if someone talked to mom like that, we would kill them. So she made Kylie apologize. Okay, um, let's move on to the next caller. Um, I hope that answered your question. I mean, there's so many submissions about the Kardashians and the Jenners over the years. Um, So like I said, a lot of those were old. You know, hopefully the ones about Kendall and Kylie, they've matured a bit. Ferris, what do you think one of the biggest health challenges? Oh, for sure. Weight management. Exactly. Yo-yo dieting, losing weight, putting it back on. Trying the latest fad, it not working. Exactly. Feeling like a failure. Feeling like a failure is the worst feeling when it comes to weight loss. And then getting discouraged. What if I told you I knew of something that could help with this? I would 100% want to know. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. That's amazing. And I love how it's over a year. That's so important for sustainability. Exactly. The slow weight loss. The slow burn. (laughs) Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Roe Body Program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting room. That sounds amazing, especially for parents not having to... Yeah. Leave home. Or people that work. Yeah. Having to get that appointment. How convenient. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year, like I said, with healthy lifestyle changes. It's important to note that you do have to pair both. Um, BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash do. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash D-E-U-X. Here on Do You, we do not like misleading info. That's why I do my best to be transparent with the most up-to-date intel on all of your favorite celebs. You can trust that I will never intentionally dupe you. Sadly, in life, we do have to deal with a lot of sneaky terms, annoying bill hikes, and exorbitant fees that we did not anticipate. We call that yada yada. Here on Do You, we do not like yada yada. 
Now, you could spend all of your time combing through contracts, or you could just skip the hassle and go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile, helping you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Never settle for less. I know I never do. And now that I don't have to worry about sneaky yada yada, I have time to dedicate my time to making the best content for you guys. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Hi, dude. This is Caroline. I wanted to know if you knew anything more about the Alex Pettifer, Tony Garn split, and more specifically, if you knew anything about Alex Pettifer in general, because I think a lot of listeners don't remember when he sort of first came up. I think it was like in 2011, he was in this like alien movie with Diana Agron, and they dated for a little while. And then there was just like, and I think he also was supposedly engaged to Riley Keough at some point subsequent to that. And there just seems to be like a lot going on there. And any, I don't know if you have any sourcing for this current situation or later um, than that, but he's someone I've always kind of wondered about because they clearly were trying to position him as like to be potentially like a huge star and that um, hasn't really happened. Hi, Caroline. Thank you for your message. It's very timely. I just received a DM this week or last week and somebody told me who Alex Pettifer cheated on Tony Garen with. Now, for those of you guys who aren't up to date, Tony Garen, who's a model, she announced on her Instagram that her and Alex were separating. I don't know if that meant that they were specifically headed for divorce because someone also messaged me after she posted that message and was like, you know, they're just separated for now. Anyway, Back to this DM I received, somebody told me who he allegedly cheated on her with. And oh, I wish I could tell you guys, but it it's fucking one of the people that I don't post about. And if I say this actress's name and she hears this, she's just going to message me telling me off because that's what she does every time I post something about her. She tells me off and tells me I'm wrong and I don't want to hear from her this week. <laughs> I also told her I wouldn't post about her anymore because it just I've talked about this and it's actually in my book Anon Please. Um, If you guys have read Anon Please there is the original DM that was inspired by the DM she sent me when I first posted something about her that she told me was completely wrong. So if you guys read Anon Please or if you haven't please do. Um, it's my novel, it's fiction, but it's based, obviously, as you could tell by my reaction on, on real life, things that have happened to me in this account. So I promised this actress I would not post about her. And I also promised I wouldn't post about Haley Bieber, but she just puts herself in these situations that's like unavoidable for me to talk about. So, but this one specifically, Haley Bieber also doesn't message me personally you know to tell me off she just you know passive aggressively says things in the media so but this actress 
will reach out to me. I, I don't want to go back on my word to her face that I wouldn't post about her anymore, but it's a good one, you guys. I'm trying to think if I could like give you a hint. Okay, she's an actress. I've said that a million times. She's was not born in the United States. She has dated a lot of high-profile men. She has dated somebody who I've mentioned on this podcast so far. So that's all I'm going to say about her. Um, but this person alleges that's who Alex cheated on Tony with. Now, your question, I think, specifically was about his career, which I don't have a lot of information about. I just um, searched his name in my DMs. Um, This was also something that was not sure if it was reported about, but I I do remember hearing about this um, before I had this account. So I must have read it somewhere, but he apparently has a really bad temper and I guess in such has a reputation for being difficult to work with. So maybe that's a reason why his career hasn't taken off. This person also says uh, Channing Tatum hates him. He's a scary person. Somebody else says, this is again back to Magic Mike. Somebody says, I was just watching Magic Mike. I had heard in the past that Alex Pettifer, who was in the first movie, wasn't asked in the second because he was difficult to work with. And that kind of has been the theme throughout the years. So I guess it's like well known. I, you know, why is he difficult to work with? I think he has like a bad temper, to be honest. Um, this person says again, um, this is actually from someone that I trust. This person's intel says, um, I have some tea on Alex Pettifer. He's no longer on the screen because he was a nightmare to work with, but also scary. There were some rumors that he got physical with women, including Diana Agron, when they were dating during the filming of I Am Number 4, and whatever movie he did right after, Beastly, I think. Um, And then this person says, NT did a bunch of blinds about him. So maybe that's where the rumors came from. I'm not really sure. By the way, Beastly was a really good movie. Um, Okay, this person also told me in 2016, Alex Pettifer used to use Tinder to troll women for nudes and used to laugh about it. This is also from somebody who, um, whose intel I trust. That's terrible. That's all I really have on him. Um, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Kind of sounds like he's an, an asshole. <laughs> Um, so I hope that answered your question. Okay, let's move on. Um, hi, do My name is Faith. Um, I love your podcast. It gets me through my work days. Um, I wanted to call and ask, I know you had posted the other day that you don't really have any information, but maybe by the time you listen to this or do another voicemail episode, you will. But about the... Avril Lavigne and Modson engagement breakup. Like, I'm so rattled about it because I saw Modson in concert about two days after it was announced, and he just seemed so upset. And I was such a big fan of them both and a fan of them together. So I was wondering if you have any insight, because I know it looks pretty, pretty bad from Avril's end, but I also... No, just from following Modson prior when he had dated the, the internet personality Tana Mongo, she had said that he was kind of controlling and didn't want her to start an OnlyFans, and that's the reason that they broke up. 
So I don't know if it was on his side or her side or any information you might have because I'm so nosy. Thanks. Love you. Hi, Faith. Thank you for your question. Um, Do you believe it? This is like another one of Hollywood's biggest mysteries. No. As many times that I have put out into the universe, like, you guys, like, have you heard anything about why Avril and Maud's son have broke up? No one knows. No one responds. The only type of messages that I've received about this were that Avril's kind of a difficult person. That's really it. But there's no specific reason. Like, you know, somebody else, when this came up, messaged me saying, yeah, I can confirm Avril's hot and cold, whatever that means. Um, you know, one of my go-to sources when I asked them about it didn't know the reason but again referred back to Avril kind of being a difficult person to be in a relationship with so unfortunately no no other information I even you know tried to search Maud's son I mean he's I don't even know if people listening will know who he is he used to actually date Bella Thorne that's how I was introduced to him um but for you guys that don't know he's like a singer, a rocker, and I think you guys probably know him mostly from being engaged to Avril. But anyway, I tried to search his name and nothing really came up. Just a lot of sightings. That's it. This person, oh, how sad. Mod, this was a, an old message. Maud's son being the proud boyfriend during Avril at the garden while she was belting out, it's complicated. Um, they sent me a picture. So no, nobody knows. Um but let's keep trying to find out. <laughs> I'm all for trying to get to the bottom of this because now it's such a mystery. Um, so sorry, Faith, but maybe this will be this will be our lucky time where somebody listening will uh, will have some insight. Thank you for your question. Okay, my name is Hannah, and I used to live at an apartment with three of my friends, but I didn't like to live there, so I moved back into a house, my family house, with my parents and siblings. Um, but I need to go back to my apartment that I haven't been back to in, like, two months to get something that I need for this weekend, and it's going to be really awkward, and I'm nervous, and that is all. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Hannah, don't leave us hanging. What happened? I mean, if you're listening to this and you haven't gone yet, like, don't be nervous. Just Get in and get out. Get what you need and leave. And don't be baited by, you know, any type of drama that anyone wants to start. Get in and out. But if you've already gone, like, let us know. Don't leave us hanging. What happened? Okay. Thank you for your question. I like the non, the non-celebrity um, interlude that just happened there. Hey, do This is Holland, like the country. I just wanted to say I love your podcast and I've never missed an episode. My question is, what's the latest on John Mulaney and Olivia Munn? I know their relationship started out rocky due to his rehab sobriety situation, but what's their status now? Thanks. Love ya. Hi, Holland. Thank you so much for your question. Um, I don't think my answer is going to be exciting. I think everything is good between John and Olivia right now. She is literally following him around the country or wherever he's playing. She is literally following him around the country while he's playing all these different shows. They seem like a really happy little family. And you are correct. Things, I think in the beginning, 
um, you know, when she first got pregnant and they first got together, I think things were a little bit rocky and there was speculation that they were off. They were on and off. Um, but you know, he stepped up to the plate. He seems like a really good dad. I haven't heard any rumors about them being engaged or getting married. Um, but he seems really into fatherhood and they seem like a really cute, happy little family. So no drama there right now. But, you know, you guys all know the John Mulaney drama of yesteryear, let's call it, um, because he's better now. So let's focus on the positive. Um, but there was a lot of John Mulaney posts back in 2020 when I first started the account. Um, I really didn't know who he was. He wasn't really on my radar. And I started getting all these messages. I don't I don't know if I, I really want to drudge up his past um, because he seems to be sober and better now. But he was in a really dark way. He talks about it himself. But I'm just saying, like, based on some of the messages that I had received about him, he was in a really, really dark way. He had very specific sexual preferences. And, you know, he wasn't afraid to pay for them. I'm assuming that during his recovery journey, um, you know, the sex stuff and the drug stuff sort of went hand in hand and he is on a better path now. So no drama there. I guess TBD if they ever tie the knot. I think they would have another baby, to be honest. Like I could see her getting pregnant again before they get married. Next question. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, Two Doors Cinema Club, Whitney Cummings, and many more for way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. That's livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Hey, do uh, I love your podcast and I just love you. This is Jade from North Carolina. 
I don't have any information, but I am wondering if you have any information about Christopher Abbott. I'm an elder millennial and always loved Christopher Abbott. Um feel like I see him in lots of movies, or not lots of movies, but movies and um, in plays, but I don't know anything about his dating history or what he seems to be like as a human and didn't know if you had any intel. Um, thank you and hope you're having a good week. Bye. Hi, Jade. Thank you for your question. I love a Christopher Abbott question. I mean, I feel like it's kind of niche. Um, but every time you guys bring him up, I just like love it for some reason um, because it's obscure. He lives in New York. He's seen a lot around New York and he's super hot. So I love any Christopher Abbott type question. Uh, so I searched his name in my DMs because I didn't really know anything about him off the top of my head except for that he's been on Raya. He's been on other dating apps. Don't quote me, but I feel like people have messaged in that he's kind of an asshole. Um, but don't quote me on that. So I, I did a name search in my DM. Um, as far as his dating history, somebody said Christopher Abbott dated Olivia Cook for like four years. They broke up in 2019. Now, Olivia Cook, for those of you not familiar with who that is, she's a wonderful actress. She was in House of the Dragon on HBO Max, which was the prequel to Game of Thrones. Um, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed her in that series. She did an excellent job. She was also in Bates Motel. If you guys haven't checked that out, I also highly recommend it. It was a great series. Um, She was in that. That's where I actually first learned who she was, was from that series. And then she was in House of Dragon. Um, So they dated for four years, which I didn't know until I looked up his name. She's also gorgeous. This person writes in, Christopher Abbott (laughs) tried to hook up with my friend at a premiere party on Friday. She has a boyfriend, but said he was really sweet and chill and just wanted to dance a bunch. Um, This is back in 2021. So like I said, like he was single for a while and I was getting a lot of like messages about him on dating apps or communicating with with women on dating apps. You know, nothing that scandalous, just the norm. This person writes in, I saw Christopher Abbott at Altro Paradiso a few months ago. He used to go there a lot. I haven't had a Christopher Abbott Altro sighting in a while, but there was a stretch of time. He was there all the time. Um, He was with a guy friend and they were acting so incredibly weird. Like while people were eating outside, they were just lingering, thought that they might be waiting for a table and being obnoxious and running down the street screaming. I don't know. Maybe they were high, but everyone was like, hmm. He was also dressed like a painter in this all white ensemble. I don't know where he lives, but I feel like he's like very Brooklyn. I don't know. Is that a stereotypical thing to say? Maybe I'm just thinking of his character in Girls. And just in case you guys didn't know, he will be in the upcoming Apple TV show, The Crowded Room, with Tom Holland and Amanda Seyfried and Emmy Rossum. I knew Tom Holland and Amanda was in that, but I didn't know Christopher and Emmy were. Emmy Rossum is also like another topic that maybe is for a different day. 
because I've received a lot of DMs about her in the past. Yeah, that's all I really have on him. I don't know if he's still single, but if you're in the New York metro area and you're on Raya or maybe even Hinge, you might you might come across him. Hi, do This is Patty J from Rhode Island. And I wanted to ask you, is there any truth to the rumor? Apparently, there's some sort of rumor that Kim Cattrall is coming back as Samantha Jones in the Sex and the City uh, reboot. It's not really a reboot, whatever that and just like that show is on Max, formerly HBO Max. So is there any truth to the rumor that Kim Cattrall will be returning for what is going to be season three? And the story was at the end of season two, she pops back up. Uh, it was a telephone call from a car uh, saying that she's coming back to New York. That's all. Thanks a lot. Peace. Hi, Patty J. Thank you for your question. I thought she was dead, so I'm not quite sure what you're talking about of her popping back up. But I wanted to answer that I don't think there's really any chance in hell that Kim Cattrall is coming back to and just like that or any type of Sex in the City franchise series or movie. Things between her and the cast really aren't that copacetic. And I know people focus on her relationship with Sarah Jessica Parker, but I think it's more than just Sarah Jessica Parker. I think it's the cast as a whole. And I think that it has to do with some of Kim's personal issues Back when the show was on HBO as Sex in the City, there were rumors about her and Sarah Jessica Parker not getting along because of salary disputes. Sarah Jessica Parker was an executive producer, so she was probably making considerably more money than everyone else. Um, so I don't think this has to do with money is what I'm trying to say. There are relationship issues between her and the women. I did hear a rumor that they actually did try to bring her back when and just like that first started filming season one and it just didn't work out because of her personal issues so I don't think that any amount of money could bring her back to the show and maybe you know frankly the other cast members don't want her back you know maybe it's just too dramatic for them Sarah Jessica Kristen and Cynthia are very good friends in real life so I just don't see it happening. As much as I would also love to see Samantha Jones back on the show, I just don't think it's going to happen. Sorry. Hey there. My name is Jenny, and I was just curious. Uh, on your last one with Dr. Pratt, you were talking about Sophia Richie's wedding, but your transition was, speaking of, like, secret organizations, and I just wanted to know if there was more to that with, like, the Ritchie family or Universal Music Group or just, like, in general more about those kinds of organizations, if there's any info that you're going to share. Thanks. Bye. Hi, Jenny. Okay, I'm trying to remember what I meant by, by that. I think I meant like speaking of arranged type marriages because what I was getting at in that whole segment with Spencer is that um, Elliot comes from a very powerful music family and Sophia obviously is Lionel Richie's daughter who is a big name in music. So I was told that, you know, their marriage was like 
the bringing together of these like two powerful music families. That's what I had heard. I don't think I was referring to like the Illuminati or anything. Um, I actually thought you were going to ask me about when I started talking about the Sebastian Stan overhearing incident because a lot of people who heard that episode said you got cut off what were you going to say about Sebastian Stan so for those of you who were following my account during this time you'll remember this story I think um this is what I was going to say somebody had seen Sebastian Stan in New York City on his cell phone and they sent in a sighting and in their sighting they had described him seeming upset and agitated while he was on his phone. One of Sebastian's friends read that sighting and messaged Sebastian and was like, hey, man, like, are you okay? Like, I saw this post that you were upset on the phone. And Sebastian was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, I was just on the phone walking across the street. Like, what the fuck? So Sebastian went on a podcast and told this story. And, you know, some people were like, oh, he's dissing your account. And he's saying terrible things about Sunday Spot. (laughs) He didn't say terrible things. I forget exactly what he said. It wasn't really that aggressive. But that's what I was referring to, that you know, people do overhear celebrities say things. Um, This is also in reference to the Camila. Everyone was telling me I was pronouncing Camila wrong. It's Camila, not Camila. Um, The Camila and Sean situation from last week's podcast episode. Um, You know, a lot of people didn't believe that. So I was using the Sebastian Stan incident as a reference that, yes, people really do overhear celebrities speaking (laughs) in public it's it happens all the time um and that's it so yes so that's what I I think that's what I meant by Sophia Ritchie and uh Elliot getting married I don't think there's anything um like secret society going on unless you consider like you know super rich music industry people to be in a secret society, which maybe they are, but that's what I meant. Okay. So we are out of time. Thank you everyone for calling in. If I didn't get to your voicemail, um, you know, maybe next time I do go back and listen to old voicemails to see if they're relevant for future voicemail episodes. So thank you again for your submissions and I'll Talk to you guys next time. Bye. This has been a production of Cadence 13, an Odyssey studio. New episodes of Do You will air every Thursday. See you next week.